Hey everyone, what's up? Welcome in to another episode of Real Sports Talk by Raj Kalia. Hope you're all doing well on this Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. Uh, getting a little more colder, obviously getting close to the end of the year. Uh, so hopefully good times, good energy, positive things are on the way. Um, I'm sure we all need some of that all the time going forward. As always, you can find more of my episodes and content on various platforms, including Spotify, Zencaster, Amazon Music, uh, Vine, and many other platforms. So if you haven't already checked out any content, please do. Um, mostly the NFL 2023-2024 season. Um, I've been featuring quite a bit, and we'll continue to do that probably. Um, as we get into more of the things itself. So uh, let's dive right into it. I wanted to give you my takeaways and recap kind of from what I saw week 13 of the NFL 2023-2024 season. Um, obviously, a continuing trend um, that's been happening this season, just the number of injuries have been piling up, especially the quarterback position. There's been so many injuries this year at the quarterback position, from Rodgers to Burrow to, um, you know, like, Kirk Cousins, um, you know, obviously just all these injuries have come up. Kenny Pickett right now joining that list, especially Trevor Lawrence after yesterday. Um, you know, so it's been a, quite a bit of a, of a challenge for a lot of these quarterbacks this year in terms of just being able to get through the season and um, obviously, another thing that's been kind of a, a continuing trend, the officiating has been really, really uh, off, per se, in some instances throughout this season. We just haven't seen, we've seen some, some games really be decided by some really bad calls, but there's always calls, non-calls in a football game, so, you know, you got to take some, you got to live with some, you know, these teams overall. So... What did we see in week 13? Uh, let's start with Dallas. Um, they obviously had a Thursday night football game against Seattle, and they came away with a 41-35 victory. Um, pretty entertaining game. It was one of those games where you felt a team like Seattle was in control. Could have won that game, potentially, if they had had a little bit more better decision-making. Uh, towards the end of that third quarter, or second quarter or so. <clears throat> so, um, it was a game in which Seattle obviously needed a big win, and they had played like it for a while. Um, they had success against this Dallas defense, uh, particularly Metcalf, who, you know, put up a few scores or so in this game. Um, but... You know, kind of came down to some personnel miscues and just some coaching miscues. Obviously, Makai Parsons had a free run at Geno Smith on that final play. Um, you got to account for that, and Seattle did not account for that pressure on the outside. Um, Dallas did trail instance uh, in this game, but they put together... And driving their offense has come alive, has played a lot better in the last two to 
four weeks or so. They've loved Miller as an offense. Um, but as many people have said before, and we'll continue to say, we've seen this move before for Dallas, right? They've always been solid in the regular season. And they've always been able to win games. You know, the key thing is, can they win playoff games? Can they make a run? You know, can they get past the divisional round? Or can they at least make it to the NFC Championship game appearance? And that's what it is for Dallas at this point, right? They've got an offense that, you know, you have the addition of Brandon Cooks. You know, he adds a couple of elements to your offense, right? You have a tight end who's emerging in Ferguson, right? And the running game with Tony Pollard has been better at times, but hasn't been fully there. But Dallas has got a couple of things going for them. Now, Deron Bland obviously had himself another, uh, you know, he had a little bit of a rough game, but he responded when he had to respond. Um... And you saw this, um, you saw Dak Prescott obviously connect with CD Lamb quite a bit, and plays were made. You know, plays were made. Um, McCarthy was aggressive at times. He did draw up some things that worked well. Um, and Seattle's defense just didn't have, um, you know, they, they weren't able to really stop a whole lot at times. Um, but give Dallas credit, they won the game. And Seattle, you know, they started out so well this season. They've kind of been in a bit of a funk. And sometimes it's been Geno Smith. Sometimes it's been the defense. This was a combination of both. Like, it felt like Seattle just really coaching-wise, personnel-wise, decision-wise, uh, they weren't up to par. And they ended up losing the game. And to think that the... Seahawks and Eagles game was flexed. Um, we don't even know if Seattle will be in the conversation come then because their schedule um, they still got like another tough game against the Niners coming up so Seattle's in for a little bit of a, of a thing but they gotta find some of that mojo back on their offense they gotta find a way to finish games which they've been able to do sometimes this year you know win games at the end the driver too but they gotta put it together in all phases, they want to win. So uh, Dallas obviously gets to win there. Um, you look at some of the other things that transpired in Week 13. Um, how about the Colts um, getting a road win at Tennessee? You know, very bizarre game in the sense that you know Tennessee played as well as you hope they would, um, just because of the you know. Situations and clock and everything like Tennessee was in a great position to win this game, and they just got in a few more um, plays from Levis, a little bit more from their defense. They might have won this game. You know, uh, Colts have been really um, a surprise. One of these Cinderella of stories this year. I did not think the Colts have much of a shot to win anything in the AFC South um, or even be in contention for the AFC South uh, this year. And even, even like even for a playoff spot, I didn't see that, right? And um, it's just like they keep finding ways to claw it out. And 
uh, the more and more you look at it, like they went out and made sure they got a veteran quarterback behind Anthony Richardson, right? Anthony Richardson was supposed to be the, um, you know, obviously got drafted high, was supposed to play. Injury happened, unfortunately, right? And so um, it was one of those things with the Colts, obviously, you know, with Shane Steichen kind of knowing Gardner Minshew, having that connection back then. I mean, you just saw the Colts uh, rely on that. Their defense, believe it or not, has played well at times. They've been able to win games, right? They've flawed, they've fought. You have a Taylor going down, right, with an injury for a few weeks. Like, this team still has resilient enough to win. And, you know, they went and beat Tennessee. Um, in a game in which, if you look at it, Tennessee should have won if they had played a little bit better, as I said. Uh, but give Stachin credit, give the Colts credit, because when they needed plays, plays were made by Pittman and a few others. And the coaching, the personnel, the execution was on point for the Colts, and they got a big-time win. And all of a sudden, you look at a situation where, you know, early in the season, there was a conversation about... Um, well, we see three teams in the AFC North make it. Um, that still could hold true, depending on what happens um, down the stretch. Um, but the AFC South is getting pretty interesting, right? There's a lot of things going on, and it's not going to be that... Uh, like, Jacksonville obviously has his own thing, which I'll get to later, but... Also, the AFC South is looking really interesting, and you don't know it could, when it comes down to it. There could be some key games, some key matchups that could really tilt the AFC South, AFC North a little bit in both ways. So it'll be fun to see what ends up happening with that. Um, the Falcons got a win over the Jets, thirteen to eight. Um, Low-scoring game. Falcons defense was up to the challenge. I mean, Jets have had too many shuffling things at quarterback with injuries. Um, this wasn't a game which the Jets could generate a whole lot. And when they did, a couple of turnovers. And so the Falcons, Ritter played better than I thought. Uh, Arthur Smith did some good things. Um, Falcons got a game, you know, got their second win of the year or second straight win of the year. In terms of like, you know, they haven't they haven't had a whole lot of success winning back-to-back games, so uh, they're on the right track. But this NFC South is still up for grabs. Um, it seems likely a team under 500 may win that division itself. Um, so who knows what, what may happen? But Atlanta got that win uh, pretty easily. Uh, we look at the Miami Dolphins; they beat the Commanders by a big margin. Obviously, Tua and Hill connected twice. Um, Miami just looks really solid offensively. They obviously got Devon Aitchin back. Um, Miami is thinking, you know, they're playing pretty well. Collectively, they just have a lot of good things going for them. Tua is making some good plays. Defense is getting after it a little bit. Um, for Washington, it just looks more and more likely. Uh, some changes are definitely coming. You know, Sam Howell's had a little bit of a rough stretch or so of games. Um, I do think that at some point you will see changes be made. 
uh, whether that be Ron Rivera uh, or you know coordinator wise I think some changes are for Washington are definitely coming after this season uh, guys to obviously renew give contracts to extend I think Washington will definitely be in the coaching search for sure um, heading into next season you have that going um, the Cardinals uh, went on the road and beat Pittsburgh that was an unexpected result that I did not see coming um, Kyler Murray played well this Cardinals team played well uh, unfortunately Kenny Pickett went down with the injury Trubisky uh, wasn't there um, but the Steelers weren't able to overcome you know ineffective inconsistent quarterback play their defense obviously was on the field quite a bit uh, because of the offense not being able to generate a whole lot um, at all. And so, when I mean, the Cardinals themselves uh, obviously trying to build some momentum and heading the next season, Murray, Connor, obviously a few others are doing their part um, to, get, to get it done. Uh, for the Steelers, surprising home loss. They've been really good at home this year, but without Pickett, um, you know, the running game, the offensive production, what wasn't there. Uh, so the Steelers, despite this loss, are still in control of their playoff hopes. Um, remains to be seen if Pickett will be gone for, you know, two weeks or so or not. But um, all eyes will be on Trubisky uh, and the Steelers. And they kind of they rally and still play good enough football on defense uh, to get them through the stretch of games they have coming up itself. Yeah, that game go on. Um, got the Chargers and Patriots. Pretty low scoring. Um, not much of an exciting game at all. I mean, Chargers is kind of one six nothing, but the game in which the weather was a, was a factor. Um, Patriots just could not do anything offensively. Um, Chargers kind of hanged on and you know got things done when they needed to get done. It was just a win. The Chargers definitely uh, kind of needed after whatever happened previous week. Um, so they still remain in the thick of things, and they remain in the hunt um, in the AFC uh, playoff race. <clears throat> uh, what else did we see transpire? Um, obviously, the Browns um, had Joe Flacco start for them this week because... Obviously, Dorian Thompson Robson could not get a concussion protocol. Um, so, you had the Rams win, I think, 36 19 along those lines. I mean, the Browns played well for the most part in the first half, but Stafford and his offense kind of found its rhythm of success. And then Nakua made some big time plays as well. Um, the Rams surprisingly have been able to put together a nice stretch of games here. Uh, they're a team that I did not think was going to be able to make a run at it either. And they're right there in the thick of things behind the Packers, I believe, and the Vikings and the Seahawks for playoff spot. But uh, the Rams have played better as of late, and, you know, they definitely have up the intrigue of some of the remaining games on their schedule coming up. So you have that go on. Uh, what else did we see transpire in Week 13? Um, when you look at it overall, uh, the Buccaneers got a big win right over Carolina. Uh, Baker Mayfield and this 
you know, Panthers, Buccaneers team obviously needed a win to remain in the thick of things. And offensively, they played well. Uh, defensively, they got some stops. I mean, Bryce Young did look a lot better uh, than before. Um, you know, but Panthers just haven't had a whole lot of success closing games, getting consistent play at times. And that was the case. The Buccaneers, the more experienced team, was able to convert a key third down, you know, down the stretch to get, to get the victory. So a big win in that aspect itself um, to be able to get that done overall. Um, the Texans held on against the Broncos 22-17. to 17. Um, A nice uh, competitive game. You know, the Texans obviously responded after having that tough loss last week. Obviously, Stroud did some nice things overall, made some big plays. Unfortunately, Tang Dell went down with injury and will be out for the rest of the season. Um, but you look at the game itself, it was a game in which momentum was there, right? The Texans had a lot of momentum going for them. They played well, had the lead. The Broncos fought back. Russell Wilson fought back and played well. Um, you know, but... And it came down to it, you know, Wilson was able to Wilson is always able to convert in the end zone, you know, and you know Texans credit for that. Played a good game overall. I mean, yes, yeah, Sutton and Judy had some big time plays. Uh, Wilson did some good things, but when it came down to the Texans defense, was able to hold, um, get that interception in the end zone. Um, so a big win for the Texans playoff hopes. Obviously, the Broncos still. Despite this loss, are right there as well. Um, so, Amika um, Ryan and CJ Stroud need to have success and are definitely in position if they keep finding they could get a couple more wins. They could definitely lock up uh, potentially an AFC uh, playoff spot itself. Um, yeah, the Lions beat the Saints on the road. Lions obviously were looking to bounce back from a tough loss that they had on Thanksgiving. Um, it was a game in which both teams offensively did some things. The Lions kind of got off to a hot start, uh, you know, and they kind of built upon that lead. The Saints made it interesting late, um, had chances to potentially you know, go in in this game, but just on cue, when the game was getting close, the Lions made enough plays to hold on with Williams um, I think Derek Carr ended up getting hurt which has been a, co- a common theme throughout this season they haven't been able to protect them as well injuries have kind of taken place uh, the Saints have had a lot of tough uh, had a very tough time of being able to be healthy and, and win and I don't know the coaching to me still is an issue I think that's still something that could be better for the Saints but um, they are in a tough spot right now because they were once in the lead on the NFC, and now it's anyone's game now, pretty much between the Bucks and the Falcons. So it's shaping up to be very interesting to see how things ultimately will play out um, in itself. So we had that go on. Um, what else did we see overall? That was so, so. We had the rematch of the NFC Championship game between the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, and the Niners won in convincing fashion over the Eagles, a game in which Debo Samuel 
Had a big time game. Obviously backed up his talk before. Brock Purdy played well. McCaffrey did his thing. Um, the Eagles just weren't able to convert some early drives into touchdowns. Have a couple of field goals. Um, they did battle back, but this defense of the Eagles inside got exposed quite a bit with the speed, with the physicality of the of the Niners. Um, you know, uh, the lead just kind of grew for the 49ers itself. Um, it was a masterful game by Kyle Shanahan, scheming-wise, as a lot of things kind of went in his favor. The Eagles hurts have been a little bit better. Uh, the running game was non-existent for the Eagles. Something that they had relied upon a lot last year in the game itself. So uh, the Eagles have something to clean up itself. Uh, they obviously have been playing from behind a number of pre- previous weeks. It kind of finally caught up to them at, you know, at this point. Um, and, you know, they got the, they got the key win. Um, here's the Niners, you know, they look at it. They, uh, they play to their strengths, found ways to kind of, um, you know, attack and scheme up. And the defense obviously did its job as well at times, you know. So, uh, the Niners have been the Cowboys, have been the Eagles, um, Good things to see overall from the Niners. They look like the, you know, one of the top favorites to go into, you know, going ahead into the NFC playoffs. There's still a lot of games left to be played for home field advantage, so we'll see if they can end up securing that or the Eagles, you know, hold on to that going forward. Um, definitely be uh, a big thing to watch um, in itself. And then you had the night game between the Chiefs and the Packers. Um, it was a pretty big game for the Packers, who have been playing extremely well. I've kind of found a lazy surge, and Jordan Love put together a very masterful um, performance that uh, was good to see overall. Um, you know, it was just one of those games in which. You know, they had an answer for everything, right? Um, you know, Packers got off to a hot start. Um, you know, Love connected a number of times with touchdown passes. The Chiefs struggled a little bit early on. Um, you know, I bet the game kind of wore on. They made some plays. They got closer and closer. Ultimately, Patrick Mahomes had, had a chance. Had a chance potentially to go ahead and get a score probably but he threw an interception that you don't really see from him at times right and that was the key turning point in the game because you know when they got that interception on Patrick Mahomes they kind of were able to kind of work the clock to their favor right and they were able to get the victory so um, from that standpoint itself like it was a big time for the Packers their defense showed up to play right um and when you have like your defense playing that well for a number of past weeks, your offense against uh, and Jordan Love, yes, he has early season struggles, no doubt. Um, but when it comes when it came down to it, he made the plays that he needed to make, right? Um, and that's all you can ask for for Jordan Love is that he's gotten better and better as the season has continued, you know. And uh, in itself, like it's just been that good of a. Uh, um, 
of a, of a season, right, itself. So I think that when, when you look at it, like Love obviously, some of the games they lost this year, his decision-making was not good. But in this winning stretch they've had recently, you've seen smart plays, good football, uh, trusting, and um, they had an answer for everything the Chiefs threw at them. And the Chiefs defense has been solid for the most part all season long. So give Love credit. Uh, for getting the for Mahomes, yeah, tough uh, loss because obviously, um, you know, home field advantage is, is in play, right? And uh, it's one of those games in which, yes, it's starting to look like you know the Chiefs are going to need help now. But they want to get the number one seed, um, and so it's still there for the taking. But with that loss, like now, it's in the spot where they have to. Not only um, find way to win some of their home games coming up, but they have to also make sure they don't lose the division, which they've won for a number of years in a row. Um, but I think Mahomes obviously not his best moment in the interception, but I think he'll bounce back and be better for it. Um, so a good win for the Packers there and their playoff hopes as they, you know, find themselves right now in the middle of everything. Um, and that's something that wasn't there before early in the year, but now they do. Um, and that brings me uh, to the Jaguars and Bengals game, which was a pretty entertaining game in terms of it was high scoring. It was down to the wire, and the Bengals ended up getting a big win on Monday Night Football against the Jaguars, 34-31. I think this win for the Bengals snapped a nine-game losing streak on Monday Night Football on the road. Um, and it was an interesting game because, you know, you saw it be a game in which both teams had answers. Both teams offensively did a lot of number of good things well. Um, the game kind of turned, no doubt, when Trevor Lawrence got that ankle injury and leave the game. And C.J. Beathard was put into the role. Um, but to his credit, he did lead a drive late down the field to get them to tie the game. But... It was a game in which Jake Browning for the Bengals in the back and quarterback, he obviously had one of his better games as a pro, his first pro win. Uh, he looked calm, cool, and collected at times. Had a couple of false starts, which he was able to respond from. But you saw Jamar Chase do something. Mixon had a big-time game. The Bengals needed to win the worst way possible to keep their season alive. Uh, obviously, with Burrow being sidelined now, the injury, right? So, I mean, the Bengals played... As well as they hope they play, they obviously could have put this game away a little early if they had made a couple more plays. Um, but it was an overtime game in which both teams had, had possession or so. Um, and Zach Taylor was able to drop some really good things overall. And when you look at it, I mean, the, the scheming, the, you know, the uh, decision making for Browning was really, really good. And uh, the Bengals, you know found themselves um, in a good spot to take advantage and, and win this game. And for Jacksonville, definitely a tough blow because Stroud, uh, Stroud, so the Lars have been obviously playing lights out and without him now, potentially with the severity of the injury unknown, the Jaguars obviously are dealing with, the, you know, the Colts and the Texans not behind them. And so the Jaguars are going to have to find a way, Doug Pearson has to find a way to... Kind of whether, there's a, whether this thing, whether Stroud, whether Lawrence is uh, 
But if Trevor Lawrence is out for a few games or a little more, uh, it's going to come down to Doug Peterson's coaching ability to get this team to get some more wins. And they're going to have a big game against the Browns next week, right? Um, you know, so uh, it's a game in which, you know, we're going to see a lot of things kind of be uh, up for grabs. And teams are going to run off on the bye week, right? And that's going to be a factor into things as well. Um, so it's going to be fun to see what ultimately happens going forward. I think we're getting to the point where, yes, there's a lot of games that are going to be decided by, you know, uh, key spots, key moments, and uh, it's going to be fun to see what ultimately happens, how the playoff sh- in the picture sh- um, does change with all the teams that are in the mix now, in the AFC especially, and the NFC as well. So looking forward to breaking it all down uh, as it goes up to the the season ending um, and you know the playoffs should be becoming more and more clear um, so it should be fun to see how that all pans out when it's said and done